Do you recall the nostalgia of walking into a dark room with your shoes sticking to the floor? The smell of popcorn and sound so clear and amazing you felt goosebumps. With all these senses surrounding you, the whole experience takes you to another world to escape reality just for a short period of time. And that, my friends, is the magic of cinema. When we were younger, going to the cinema with our parents, friends, relatives and anyone else who we took us was something we enjoyed doing. Seeing the newest things to talk about and being a selected list of people who can actually talk about them. Unfortunately, that will soon be the thing of the past. The UK cinema industry is on track for its worst year since 1996, with box office and advertisement review set to be down almost 900 mil due to the impact of COVID-19. The government has given the green light for cinemas in England to reopen from the 4th of July with safety measures including two seat spacing and a ban on self-serve pick and mix. And operators are desperate to salvage something from this Anis Horobelius. Cinema owners had been banking on Hollywood blockbusters in, f- in the form of Disney's Mulan and Christopher Nolan's latest sci-fi Tenant. To unite the year, however, they were dealt a blow at the end of the week when the premieres of both films were pushed back yet again to the 12th and 21st of August, further delaying what is already expected to be a slow recovery. With a sketch, schedule defaulted of new Hollywood blockbusters, cinema operators are initially having to fall back on low-grossing launch schedules filled with mostly with classics and old hits such as Casablanca, Breakfast at Tiffany's, The Empire Strike Back and the franchises including Harry Potter, Twilight, Fast and Furious and smattering newer fare including the pre-COVID-19 shutdown hits as 1917 and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The UK box office is forecast to fall by 58% this year from 1.25 billion in 2019 to 525 mil. This would be the lowest sum since 1996, with Independence Day finished first in the top 10 that included Mission Impossible, Twister and Trainspotting. That year, the UK box office totaled £450 million. This statement was released on The Guardian with an article entitled UK Cinema Set for Worst Year Since 1996 Due to Coronavirus on the 28th of June 2020. Has COVID-19 been the death of the multiplex industry or was it the final string that snapped, making the cinema experience a thing of the past? My name is Jay Finlayson and you're listening to Ramblings with Jay Finlayson, presented by jayfinlayson.net. Narcissistic or what? Before I continue in this episode, I'd like to make some announcements. If you're a returning listener and follow me on social media, you know I took a short break as the film and TV industry is starting up again. I've been working hard getting my CV out to go back to work. I also have made a separate Facebook, Twitter and Instagram account surely for the podcast. Surely? Solely? Solely? Not surely. (laughs) Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. 
and don't call me Shirley. Solely for the podcast. You can follow me by searching for at JFIN Podcast. That is J A Y F I N Podcast. Links are in the main description of the podcast. If you're new, then welcome to my podcast. I hope you stick around. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. Firstly, the good news. 89% of the UK film consumers believe that the best place to watch a film is at the cinema, including myself. Now for the bad news. One third of those who are actively UK film goers believe getting the cinema represents a great value of money. This is according to research from Films360. Now quoted in the industry, we get so carried away with the issues we wanted to turn it back on the audience. Film360 head Chris Watt says in the research, which is revealed first to screen, he quote, the consumer is in control now of what they want and how they want it. We want, we need to focus on a lot more on what the consumer wants, end quote. Most consumers want better value with money. They want comfort and the availability to go to the toilet without awkwardly sneaking to it and the soft apologies going along the aisle that comes with that awkward encounter. But with superior quality surround sound and high definition TV screens on the market available at affordable prices to have in your house, the family theatre is definitely compelling a well against the traditional cinemas. The average television screen in the UK is now 54.1 inches, given the daily consumer amazing smart technology features at their fingertips and not including the most TVs are advertised as 4K Ultra HD HDR LED. The medic crystal color for clear and lifelike colors along with a picture quality index of 28,000. Now to think of it, this is an amazing display to have in the comfort of your own home without ever making your wallet cry when you go out to the cinema. So which do you prefer, going to the movies or watching them at home? Tweet me with your reply at Podcast. Nowadays, many people prefer watching a movie at home, as you don't need to book the tickets. The money you spend just booking a ticket you can rent on Amazon Prime, apparently. But most major cinemas had been fearing the worst when video-on-demand giants Netflix and other VOD providers seem to be taking over the market, with the number of households subscribing to Netflix in the UK increasing steadily every year. In 2018, the average price of a cinema ticket in the UK dropped for the first time since 2001. The annual average price in 2019 was £7.11, $9.33 to my American listeners down from £7.22 in 2018, and the lowest it has been since 2015. Could it be possible that in 2020, the cinema ticket prices in the UK could have got slightly cheaper? Well, not really, no. Back in February, there was fury on Chinese social media over the government's handling and possible cover-up of the outbreak in Wuhan. Dr. Li Wenliang was censored by the authorities in the city of Wuhan after raising the alarm back in December. There can be no doubting just how sensitive a moment this now is for China's ruling Communist Party. Weeks later and a different scene. By now the virus was a global pandemic and China wanted everyone to see that it was now riding to the rescue. 
Everyone in the world got completely fucked over because of the coronavirus. During the pandemic, cinemas have been closed, festivals have been cancelled or postponed, and film releases have been moved to future dates or delayed indefinitely. As cinemas closed, the global box office dropped by billions of dollars. Streaming became more popular, and the stock of film exhibitors, exhibitors, exhibitors dropped dramatically. Sorry for for that. <laughs> Many block buff, buffed us. <laughs> Many blockbusters originally scheduled to be released between March and November were postponed or cancelled around the world, with film productions also being put on a halt. Movies are being made available at home the same time they're available in theatres. The distinction between a theatrical and a digital release is disappearing as theatres shut down. This could fundamentally change studios' leverage in negotiations with theatre chains making studios think of creative ways to showcase their productions and make money. Disney released Onward, available to stream from Disney Plus, USA only, unfortunately, and to rent slash buy on Amazon Prime, Sky Stores, and other video-on-demand services just two weeks after its theoretical release. The first film to be full digital streaming released was DreamWorks Trolls World Tour which carved its way into history as the most pre-ordered movie of all time and being the best-selling film after three days of digital release and making the number one film on Amazon Prime for a little while. Disney has followed suit and have recently announced they are releasing Mulan to be available to buy on Disney+. Plus. Yes, you heard that right, buy. Disney are calling it Disney Plus Premier Access. Basically, current subscribers will have the option to pay a one-time fee of £30 to watch Mulan before it's available to all Disney Plus subscribers. The one-time access fee means you've purchased the film and will remain available to you as long as you stay subscribed to Disney Plus. The normal window between theoretical release to on-demand is 70 to 90 days. If you consider Mulan to be a home theoretical released, Mulan won't be free to other subscribers for at least a couple of months. So why will Mulan work as a full digital release? Because avid film consumers and fans of the franchise and or studios will feel obliged to be the first to talk about the film to avoid spoilers on social media and to be a part of the conversations online just so they're not the odd one out. A prime example of this is showcased in South Park's Season 22 Episode 1 Dead Kids, where Cartman is trying to have Tolkien to be a part of a conversation about Black Panther. After finding out Tolkien hasn't seen Black Panther, he continues to tease him for this. This episode is a good depiction of what does actually happen when consumers aren't the first ones to see films. And we are running out of time. If you don't let me cheat off you, I'm going to tell your parents that you saw Black Panther in the theater without them. I didn't see Black Panther in the theater. Of course you did, Tolkien! That's why me ribbing on it pissed you off so much! I swear, on my mother's life, I don't care what you said about Black Panther. Goodbye. But Token, I don't understand. If you didn't see it and you really don't care that I ripped on Black Panther, then why won't you let me cheat? Oh my God. You don't care what I said because you did see it. And you didn't like it either. <gasps> That's what this is all about, isn't it? You hate yourself for seeing through the mirage like I did. And that's why you wouldn't let me cheat off you. Well, I didn't write Black Panther token. It isn't my fault it sucked. Why go after me? But now, it's over. 
Don't worry. They're not going to know you didn't like Black Panther. So long as you never make me fail another math test. Well, we're probably both going to fail now because fourth period already started. What? No! I tried to time the release of this episode to mirror the UK cinemas now beginning to reopen. Despite plenty of public disagreement over when entertainment fan venues should be opening their doors, seats are being prepped, guidelines are being enforced, but what will cinemas be like post-COVID-19? The UK Cinema Association has published full guidelines as suggested by the government for a safer and more enjoyable cinema experience. The association is encouraging everyone to book their tickets online and to keep their hygiene up. By using the sterilizations provided, we must keep a mask on while with the exemption to eat and drink. More information can be found at lovecinema.com. If you're still slightly sceptical and would rather stay at home to watch films, I have found the perfect service for you, which is only based in the UK. Do you recall Love Film? If not, Love Film was a UK-based provider of DVD by mail. A new service called Cinema Power Disco is bringing the whole DVD rental back. Unfortunately, it's no blockbuster, but it's all online and COVID-19 safe. Go to cinemapowerdisco.co.uk to find out more information about the service. Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to Ramblings of J.F. Finlayson. I'm sorry this episode's a bit short, but it's a little short comeback for my new series of episodes. You've been listening to Ramblings of J.F. Finlayson. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, and find me on social media at J.F. Podcast. If you'd like to support me, I have a shop where I sell my own designs as clothes. Also, some merch for the podcast. You can also support me on Patreon. If you want to buy me a coffee, you can also buy me a coffee. Find out how over at www.jfinlison.net forward slash podcast. Thank you.